Did you know that in 2023, there has not been a rap album that has hit number one on the charts? Really? Yeah. I don't know the last time that's happened. Like not even, is there an old album that's still on the charts as in from like 2021 or 2022? Or if you're just, you just mean like 2020, like a new album release in 2023. A new album in 2023 has not reached number one. And I don't think a rap song has hit number one in 2023. There kind of hasn't been any like rap bangers in a bit. feels that way well at least like from like the mainstream if that right. makes sense like you know how we had like god's god's plan and like nice for what like that would be a rap top 10 charter and we haven't had one like that and i don't even mean that to be like that's a drake song those are both drake songs and mm-hmm. he obviously is known for but didn't bangers. they drop in 23 drake in 21 wasn't that in 23 no, I don't. Oh, shit. No. No. No? It might have been in December of 22. Okay. Yeah. Was it? Now I'm... Wait, let me, like... Let me do some... Let me just confirm really quickly, because I feel like I'm a lot of whack. November 2022. Mm-hmm. So, technically not. But I feel like... The, a couple of those album, a couple of those songs on that album probably were like charting. Yeah, definitely. But I bring that up to say, Young Thug released "Business Is Business" on Friday. Yeah, and Friday was his biggest streaming day of his career. Single day. Do you think that's because? of the like shock value of that album as in because he's in prison like people are like what's going like we have to hear this because he's literally not able to almost promote it himself yeah i think that helps i think it would have been like that even if he had been kind of out of our purview culturally anyway but it's helped by the fact that he's in prison like and gonna just got out and dropped and he like if you want to go conspiracy with it you could say that they are still cool because i mean gonna was still claiming him on his album and young thug started the promo for his album the day gonna dropped so i noticed that and i thought that was kind of weird and there wasn't any gonna features on the young thug album yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like Young Thug hasn't really said shit about it, but like all those other dudes like that have features basically cut Gunna off, like unfollowed him. Like there are no Wheezy beats on the new Gunna album. Like it seems kind of allegedly. 
I he mean, claims to have not. Have you listened to the Gun album? I have not. Yeah, I have. I have. It's a really long album, and I haven't been able to like sit down and listen to all the way through. Um, I so I'll listen to it. and I'll come back next week with some thoughts. But I don't mind a snitch. You have a record deal. You have business things to take care of. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry, Mr. Jeffrey. I can't, like, <laughs> I'm not going to take the one. I'm not going to take this one for you. Like, I need to move on with my life. And I feel like that's fine. I feel like the street politics have to go out the door. Like, they're no longer on the street. I mean, they are, but they're not really on the street anymore. Yeah, you should be right. You know, like, I completely agree with you in theory. I don't know. Right. Like, I, I really just don't know. Because, um, like I said, I haven't seen Young Doug come out and say some shit. Like, Lil Durk was out here going on podcasts and saying shit. Um, and people Which have been like, 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 Lil Baby unfollowed him. That was sad. I was like, man. Oh, I don't like End that. Of an era. Like, Lil Baby unfollowing Gunna is like, yeah. <sighs> that sucks. Right? And little, yeah, and like, I mean, I love little baby, and I'm glad that he wasn't like caught up in any of that bullshit. But like, I don't know. I feel like it's so it's so PR based. It's so political in ways that we probably don't understand. Um, the Gunna album, like, I didn't see a lot of traction around it, even though. Oh, I did. I think. Um, I think that Young Thug and Gunna are still cool, though, and. I also think a lot of it is moot because I think most of this is not new music on the Young Thug album. Like, I don't think he was in. No. Like, in the back of the jail, like, Lucius Lyon, like, recording new <laughs> new music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Little Wayne did that, though. Also, these rappers, like, they have producers that they trust. And Metro Boomin's all over that album. Like, he they know that they can put help him put together an album without him having to actually do the like be in the lab essentially so well, yeah I he think, could just be like drop those 20 songs we made last right. year <laughs> put it in this order let me yeah. add my call with drake to this one song like i feel as if when i listened to the album that it wasn't anything that was that authentic to his experience right now it felt as if I was listening to just like another young thug album that he decided to drop. I didn't think it was anything that I, I didn't think it was any, I think it's a good album, but I didn't think it was anything pivotal or interesting. And I was listening to it half for shock value and half because I like young thug. Yeah. There are a few that will make my rotation. I think Jones is is an incredible song. I added that one. And I added the Drake one and I added 20. Yeah. And I added the 21. There's good songs on it. I just, I don't know how many times I'm going to listen to the full album through. Probably yeah. not anytime soon again. I don't know. I'm a big Gunna fan. So I think I'm just, I won't like, I think that just makes me sad. You should listen, was, to, you should listen to that album. You should listen to the Gunna album. It's good. I mean, I was listening. It's so weird because it's like you go back to some of his old stuff or even like, my friends and I recently have been obsessed with listening to like P Power as more of an ironic thing because I mean, it's like Drake's such a verse sex- on that is good, right? Like it's such a sexy song, and you're like, wait, so this is never gonna happen again? 
Anyways, I'm excited to listen to Gun album. I'll get back to you with my thoughts. But I really yeah, like that Drake. Please that do. Drake, the opening song being a Drake song, and it was a good one. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'll stay here for a bit. Easy money. Easy money. Um, Speaking of Drake with this new album that coincides with the poetry book. Poetry book? He has some like poetry book. And it's coinciding with the album that he's going to release. That poems that he's writing? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm confirming. I will read you exactly what the Rolling Stone article says. He's writing the poems. Drake releases debut poetry book titles Ruin, titles Ruin Everything, announces new album. It's going to accompany... His poetry book. I don't know how you missed this. <laughs> no, no, I saw that. I saw that he's dropping an album. I didn't know that he was also. I, oh my god! He's trying to he's beat the I'm a writer allegations. He's really trying to beat the I don't write my own music allegations because he's got to give us a book that confirms that he writes his music. I love it. Why? He needs to pay his gambling debts. <laughs> he has probably a lot of gambling debts. Yeah, that's true. He drops so much music, though. He also he posts, does. I mean, he, he only does. posts his winning bets. For for having his own, exactly, that's what I'm saying. And, like, it's always the big games that he wins, which is, I guess, fine. But then he's not showing the smaller debts, which I feel like that adds up. So, anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, right? Um. I, I don't know. I think for having his own record label, he does release a lot of music. Like, you would think that he would almost be like a Kendrick and release really good albums spaced apart because he could do that. Yeah. He he's just making this much music. Really. He doesn't, like, need to. And he's going to go on tour in, like, a week. Two weeks. Yeah. He can't bear not to be on the charts, I feel like just at but all. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird formula though, because whenever he does release music, he is charting. So maybe he's addicted to that feeling of just being in the mainstream conversation at all times. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He like the to to be favorable to him. It's probably like a LeBron situation. Where LeBron, like, we should have been moved on from LeBron, honestly. <laughs> he, he got his fourth ring in the bubble. They got to the conference finals this year, whatever. But he's not the best player in basketball anymore. Like, he, he like, we should not be talking about him, like, as one of the preeminent superstars of basketball right now. Like, no shade to him like he's just 37 and old as shit and like there are better players than him now and like the smart thing to do and like the quote-unquote good thing for basketball would be to hype up the up-and-coming young players and drake is in that kind of situation where like nobody's been on top for this long for real so 
people are kind of getting tired of him and like we're kind of going in a different direction a little bit and he just kind of can't let go. Like he's used to being sort of unchallenged top of the game. And so he's like, this is another, another attempt to like keep that. I mean, I think that it's hard whether you're an artist or an athlete accepting that you've already had your day or your days or your months or your weeks in the sun. Um, and I think that when you've come to that acceptance is when you decide to, you know, retire or move on to different types of projects or pursue other types of artistic outlets that maybe would make you as much, if not more money. Like you could say that for maybe Rihanna and that's why she probably pursued other outlets because after releasing Anti, and she said it herself, that was such a great album. I don't know if I can even top that. But yeah, I she's think not going to be a better album than that. No, and I think that there are certain artists that, like maybe like a Michael Jackson, which is like an insane artist, could just pop out an album and it would be better than the last or it would be different and still better than the last, right? And I think there are very few artists in our history or modern history who have been able to do that. And I think Drake is tr- has already done that. Like, he can release five albums. You can put his albums, you can, like, name five, and there will probably be at least four songs on there that have, that charted for weeks or that oh, yeah. like, top streamed for weeks and months and years, whatever. But I don't know. Maybe there's just, like, this whole, you know, chasing, chasing something always is what fuels them. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It just seems yeah. exhausting. Yeah, no, he can't. Um, like, his greatest hits would be insane, will be insane. But I think you're totally right. Like, because he's also, was that Lil Yachty that he gave an interview with where he was basically just like, I don't know how long, like, if I have it in me to keep doing this and it's like okay but i don't believe that he has it in him to like give it up and like give up the I attention don't think so either yeah and i think he we don't have it. like yeah and we don't have this like break from him like michael jackson is an interesting example because it's pre-social media like if he's not out in public or dropping music then like he can kind of be out of the public eye in a way that Drake, like he just keeps himself there with social media and everything. And like, he, he's just is so active. So like, he, he needs to take dropped. a note from like Beyonce's book though, because yeah, yeah. she releases <clears throat> albums probably like what every like five years, five, six years really with like some singles, maybe more often than that, there. I feel like. Well, the other album she did before this was for The Lion King. So it wasn't even, I guess, like with the Carters, like, okay, we'll yeah. see. We'll include the Carters. And then it was The Lion King and then it was Lemonade. But they're all so spaced out and they're so methodical that, and so beautifully put together. The production value is so high. Like, the team she put together is so curated that with Drake, it almost feels like, are these just like leftover songs from other projects that you just are putting together and then you 
make three more and then that's your 15 song album it just feels a bit like there's no way you're producing this type of music at that cadence like it doesn't feel like it's that like authentic experience that at least how it's presented to us so i think that kind of takes the air out of it a bit like it just makes it less fun of an experience to listen to and then i take it less seriously as a listener or a fan or an audience member if i'm like at the tour or something i don't know yeah and it's not worthy like to your point it's not worthy of this rollout where yeah he's writing poetry and like rolling stone is telling us all this stuff like i think we'll be glad that he dropped this like the same way that with honestly never mind like I, I mean i feel good about my take on that i said we'll be glad we had these and i do like i do feel glad that he dropped it but it wasn't like a oh shit drake dropped like this is such a reset like holy shit it's it's yeah. way different than that it's like kind of throwaway tracks so you can't have it both ways where like every drop you have is such a big event but also you're dropping all the time and like watering down the actual value of it agreed agreed um i want to switch topics here okay because i had this weird experience so i went on this the date was fine the date was good whatever i went on this like first date and it was the yankees game on saturday and for a moment and this is like my worst freaking fear ever a moment flashed on like the jumbotron and it said like natalie or maybe that was the girl's name natalie comma will you marry me and then it was up for let's say 15 seconds and i like gasped i was like this is my worst fear this is my worst fear oh my god i can't watch this someone getting proposed to at a yankees game on a saturday and it's like five bajillion degrees so hot and then i'm like okay they're gonna pan to the couple they never did they like cut it off and then they just like went to the next image on the jumbotron and i'm like did she say no oh she might have said no and me and the guy that i was with we were like oh they're gonna like show the couple like probably in like three minutes or something like maybe they couldn't find the couple in the crowd like it was super weird and like super freaky and i never want to be proposed to in public and i definitely never want to be proposed to a yankee stadium not because i would say no but because it just would be so embarrassing I just I can't stop thinking about it. It's been on my mind, and I need to know if she said yes. <laughs> yeah, that has just never seemed like a good idea to me. Like, no, it's horrible. The whole like proclaim your love to the world. Uh, eh, I feel like that's not the, the, that's not when you do it. And there are always those horrible videos where like there's a ring of people around, and there's people are starting to be like oh come on say yes say yes like come on it's like (laughs) worse than like like the kiss cam like it's just a thousand times worse because people are just like oh my god literally thousands of people are staring at you i would be proposed to in my like living room or like at dinner at my at my apartment like i don't even want to be proposed i got i saw a proposal in a restaurant and i almost like threw up i was like that's too much (laughs) So restaurants too public? Restaurants too public. Wow. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't like my instinct is to do it in private, not like at the crib private, but like in like a a nice private space. I want at the crib private. Okay, well there you go. Everyone says that's off brand for me, but I'm actually not it an is. attention whore. I'm not an attention whore, guys. Like I actually do like my private private moments, and I appreciate that. I feel like it's such a special moment that I don't want it to be like a whole spectacle. However, if after you propose to be at the house, you go and we have an engagement <laughs> party set up at this location, then of course I will be like ring on hair done face beat like snatched in an outfit in like 20 minutes to go to my engagement party but like i do not need to propose to at a public location yeah yeah no i agree like that initial moment and then like when when they say yes and it's like so emotional all that like i feel like that's just for you as a couple so right Hope I Natalie's guess. doing okay, and Rose and her man. That's at the tone for this date that someone got proposed to, and I'm sitting there and go, "Oh God, oh God, it's horrible! It's so horrible." <laughs> man, it was good though. No outlandish stories. Yes. Um. No. No outlandish stories. This is like my first like really normal date first date in a while um i feel like my last couple first dates were uh really really chaotic and like really extreme um and intense which i know that i'm can i love intense like i really like when something's really intense and electric and dramatic i love that but then I think I was, like, shocked with how, like, calm and normal it was. Like, Mm. almost like I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So I'm trying to suss that out if that's, like, a good thing for me. Um, And I just – it was nice to have, like, a normal, like, regular, like, pleasant, peaceful, calm first date. Yeah. Um, And not have, like – I just keep having to go on these first dates and like there's like always like shit to talk about. Like there's always like this happened and this happened and then this happened. And then this was like the first one in a while where I didn't have anything. My friends were like, how was it? I was like, good. Like nice. Yeah, good. So I feel like that's kind of great. No, I'm not a slow burn person. That's I don't like that shit. But um, but (laughs) I think that that's what this could be though like what do you like what comes to mind for you when i say slow burn like that you're not like attracted to them at all and that it's like i don't i understand that like you slow burn can be like taking slower steps to get to know someone and yes that's probably what i should be doing and that's probably why things haven't worked out or like panned out fully because I don't do that I like to like skip I like to go from like one to 100 really quick but slow burn to me just like doesn't feel I don't know I'm trying to like reframe things in my mind like Jordan who was on the podcast told me recently 
So I was like talking about this one guy and she was like, I was like, yeah, but I think we're like, we're definitely like more friends right now. Like, I don't really know. I can't really suss it out. And she was like, but sometimes like relationships just start that way. And like, there's no, there's no true way to like start a relationship or like what you think a relationship's going to start in certain ways. Maybe not what actually happens. And I thought that was so profound because I think that I'm usually like, and then we go on this date and then we go on this date and then we go on this date. And then I say, I like you. And then I sleep with you. And then now we're hanging out a lot. And then and the next step. And then it ends because you do something crazy or I do something crazy. And then, then we start all over again. Like it's all these like, you know, mm-hmm. s- steps and like this one path to get to a, per- a maybe a probable end game or like a probable end destination. And I think I'm trying to like reframe my brain that relationships don't have to happen that way. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I meant by slow burn. Like, Oh, then yeah. For, for everybody listening, Dominique is very type a, it comes in very handy on certain occasions. Like th- we have this trip coming up. She made this, this whole Google doc, spelled it, everything all out outline like how much it would cost what the best way to get there is best way to get home blah 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 blah. it was very detailed it was very thorough but (laughs) you can't plan you can't make a google doc for a relationship like that so when i say slow burn i just mean like it's like it was cool like it doesn't have to be like a very intense like fiery thing or it doesn't have to be like a very like meticulous or something that takes effort and like it's you're taking it step by step i think it just is like it was cool and then a couple in a couple of days from now you look up and you're like oh i really like him like yeah uh, yeah what am i gonna do about that like that type of thing rather than like it was the best <laughs> I, but i love that feeling of when you, I'm listening to you and I'm taking your advice. I fully am because I know that I'm type A and then I want it to be like, I'm in love. And then we keep going and like, it's great because I always have, I'll have a lot of first dates like that, but that's also like not sustainable and not like, it's just, I don't know. There's other shit going on there that has nothing to do with the person <laughs> that you're actually on a date with. So I'm taking your advice, but I do, I will say for the record that I do love that feeling of when you just have like an absolutely electric like lightning bolt first date it is very fun yeah definitely i mean shit me and megan's first date was like that that was fire yeah and our last i love (laughs) i love (laughs) i love when i go on a date afterwards and i'm like i had the fucking best time like i would do it again tomorrow like you know that's like a good feeling too so i don't know Mm -hmm. i'm riding the wave i'm having fun um it's summer it's hot out i don't want to hear about boys be chatting shit anyway boys have been chatting shit to me like my bullshit o meter is like so high (laughs) these days that like any boy says anything to me they could be like dom you look beautiful i'd be like okay who did you say that to five minutes ago like what was the last girl you said to what she looked like (laughs) Like, I'm just like, and like, okay. So 
whatever. Summer. That's that's Hell yeah. that's the vibe I'm on. Um, okay, before we go, <laughs> any of your top thoughts and opinions about the submarine? Yeah. Okay. I I only have a couple. Okay. Number one, that kid, the stepson that went to the Blink One Eighty Two <laughs> show, hilarious. <laughs> it it turns out that guy's better. an asshole. Yeah, it turns out that guy's an asshole in other ways. Not shocking. Um, number two, wild to me that it apparently imploded like an hour after they left like like there was yeah it imploded on sunday yeah and in like an instantaneous fashion it was just like like in like a i saw it it took like a nano or a couple nanoseconds to collapse which is crazy everybody on tiktok is now a scientist like a deep ocean scientist and someone on tiktok was like basically like your pain receptors so like and when you bump into let's say your diagram table and it hurts that like that's probably like a full second that like Mm -hmm. your pain receptors receive that like you are hurt and it hurts and then the whole thing they basically didn't even they felt nothing because they were their life was over that quickly that they would never realize that they were even killed which is like a crazy thing to think about yeah i mean not a terrible way to go (laughs) honestly no honestly like yeah like okay (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it um the ocean is scary it led me on this uh kind of a little bit of a rabbit hole in terms of yeah what other weird shit is down there i discovered that there are lakes on the bottom of the ocean i don't even know what that means um so i saw it on blue planet which is like planet earth same people but just ocean um and they went down they were actually in a submersible that worked and they get to the bottom of the ocean and they were like is that a shoreline? And there was basically like a lake of like hyper, super, super, super salty water that was like too dense. And so it was at the bottom of the ocean and they couldn't uh, go into it because it was too dense. But it was like rippling and like behaving like water. What? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Nah, yeah. It, it really fucked me up. It's <laughs> like, oh my God. Obviously, like, Black people in general have a weird relationship with water, especially mm-hmm. the Atlantic Ocean, for obvious reasons. But, like, one thing about me is, like, I don't fuck with the ocean. I mind my own fucking business. I like bodies of water. I like to watch them. I think they're cool. Like, I love – I literally live on the East River. Like, I enjoy water. But I don't mean to ever go more than, like, putting my feet – on the ocean like slightly even dunking my head that's a lot for me so i think truly those people were crazy to ever think that they would even the the, the titanic is eight thousand meters deep like i don't know if people understand how 
crazy that is. Like, mm-hmm. it is so far that, like, it is insane to me that they ever thought that they would even get near it. Yeah. And people don't understand, like, how much of a mystery the ocean is to us also. Like, you know, like, about point zero 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 five percent of it. <laughs> yeah, we've we've explored a smaller percentage of the ocean than we have observed the universe. That's so like, like that alone would make me not go in a submarine. So like yeah, we we theoretically more know know more about uh space than the ocean. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, All right, see friend. You. I'll see you on the other side. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Mm-hmm.